Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for taking charge of your health, and I'm your host, Dr. Majd. If you've been following the news, you know that there's some hype about the new blood pressure guidelines that were just released by the American College of Cardiology and American Heart Association. Under their new, more stringent guidelines, a significantly greater number of people will be diagnosed with hypertension than before. According to the New York Times, the number of men under age 45 who will be diagnosed will now triple, and for women, double. Currently, most blood pressure goals have been set to below 140 over 90. But according to the new guidelines, the cutoff will be much lower, at 130 over 80. Well, before you frantically search for your long-lost and forgotten blood pressure monitor, Let's lean a little more about what blood pressure even is and why the changes have been made. But first, just a short word from our sponsor that truly makes this podcast possible. Six years ago, a group of bioscientists working in restorative medicine discovered a new protein called alpha-keratin-60-KU, which has the power to completely transform your hair. Alpha-keratin-60-KU is a whole human protein that's identical to the keratin in your own hair, so it can resurface and fill in the cracks from damage to change your hair's quality and appearance. And right now, you can only find it in Virtue Labs' line of shampoos, conditioners, and styling products, not to mention each formula was created to address specific issues like heat damage, frizz, or thinning hair. Having thin yet curly hair myself, finding a hair product that can tame my hair without wearing it down too much has been a challenge. It's not heavy, yet it's enough to return the bounce to my curls. Listeners can now try Virtue at 10% off and get shipping with the code DOCTOR. Visit VirtueLabs.com to place your order. That's VirtueLabs.com. Promo code DOCTOR. Now, you may have wondered what blood pressure really even is measuring and why there are two different numbers. Well, think of your blood vessels as tiny little hoses. Systolic blood pressure, which is the top and the higher number of the two, measures the pressure within these lumens when the heart is contracting, meaning when it's beating. And the diastolic blood pressure is the bottom lower number and reflects the pressure within these walls of the arteries when the heart is actually relaxing. That means in between the beats. So for instance, 130 over 80 means a systolic pressure of 130 and a diastolic pressure of 80. Which one is more important? I get asked this question often. Well, they both are. And an elevation in either number honestly is sufficient for a diagnosis. But systolic blood pressure is the one that most people have trouble with, especially as we grow older. With the aging process, plaques and cholesterol build up in the lining of these hoses, thereby stiffening them. And this stiffening increases the pressure within, namely the systolic pressure. It's the one that's been the most associated with heart disease risk. So what's the big deal about these numbers? Why should you care? After all, you feel great. You don't feel any different, even though your blood pressure may be a little or a lot high. So why should you even consider taking a pill every day when you don't have any symptoms? Well, most people with high blood pressure don't have symptoms, similar to diabetes. Well, heart disease and stroke is the number one killer of men and women, not just in the United States, but now in the world. 
And high blood pressure is one of the most preventable risk factors, as are smoking, diabetes, and high cholesterol. There are other risk factors that you may not be able to change, like your family history, your age, or your sex. The doctors care about the blood pressure a lot because it's one of those risk factors that we actually have control over, and we can actually save lives by treating it. So how do elevated blood pressures actually cause damage then, you may be wondering. Well, if the pressure is high enough in the lumen of the hose, it can eventually cause wear and tear on the wall lining, if you can imagine. We have an immune system which is trained to patch things up. So as a result, platelets, plaques, and cholesterol deposits attack these worn out areas in the lining in an attempt to repair. And if the lining is thickened enough, it can prevent the blood to flow. And we need blood to carry oxygen to our heart, brain, and organs. So if it doesn't, then these organs are in trouble, hence the heart and brain in heart attacks and strokes. This is why heart disease is referred to as the silent killer. You may have heard that term. It's because you may feel fine until one day a heart attack or stroke occurs, and that's what makes it scary. Now back to the new study guidelines released. The earlier and more diligently the blood pressure is managed, the less damage we cause to our arteries through time. And according to the new guidelines, those with higher risk of heart disease need to set a lower blood pressure threshold. That makes sense. And they should consider medications to treat it earlier than others. What does higher risk actually mean, though? How much risk are we actually referring to? That's a great question. The expert committee answered this one, too. They say that those with 10% or greater risk of developing heart disease in the next 10 years should have a 130 over 80 threshold to consider treatment. There is a blood pressure calculator that was developed by the American Heart Association to individualize this to each person, and I've placed the link to it for the article on the Quick and Dirty Tips website page for this particular episode. The more risk factors you have, for instance, the older your age, or the higher your cholesterol, or the higher your 10-year risk is. Those that have a 10-year risk of less than 10% may not need medication to treat early on, but should, at minimum, implement lifestyle changes. Studies have shown the following. First, aerobic exercise reduces systolic blood pressure by about 4 to 9 millimeters of mercury, and diastolic by about 2 to 3. Weight loss reduces blood pressure by 5 to 20. Limiting sodium intake reduces blood pressure by 2 to 8. A daily salt intake of less than 2,400 milligrams per day is recommended. And for those over age 60, weight loss and reduced salt intake are particularly beneficial when compared to most other people. So as you can see, you can implement some of these changes And it may be sufficient enough to bring your blood pressure down out of the danger zone. Check out my prior article on how to treat your blood pressure without medications. For some, especially if you have borderline or mildly elevated numbers, making these lifestyle changes alone, such as losing 10% of your body weight, let's say, may be sufficient. Hence, you may be able to avoid taking a pill every day. 
Well, share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest pages. And if you learned anything here today, or if you simply enjoy all things medical, you can listen and subscribe to the House Call Doctor podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. But please note that all content here really is strictly for informational purposes only. It doesn't substitute any medical advice and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. So please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. Stay healthy and catch you next time.